I called the book You Are Here because I think though we all think it's obvious where we are, in fact, when you begin to think about it a little more clearly, it isn't at all obvious. One of the things we do as a child, well I certainly did, was we write out our address in a way trying to work out where it is that we are. I think it's something that children intrinsically understand that there is some sort of issue around that. And so you write out your address and you put your country and you the continent and then the earth and the solar system and the galaxy. And then you end up at this mysterious object of the universe, which you probably write out in capital letters, you know, because... And then you think, well, then you begin to think, well, where is that? What does it mean? What does everything mean? And then, as children, I think we also begin to ask, well, what does nothing mean? You know, where is it that I came from when I was nothing and now I'm some being in the world? I think the questions we sort of stop asking as adults. And I thought, well, perhaps that's a good way to start the book, that I'll start from those sorts of questions we ask as children trying to think, well, where are we in the universe? And I'll go out from there and try and describe the universe and how science describes a material universe, a universe of moving things that's actually made out of something. And um, out of that, we try to answer the questions, well, what is that material and what do we mean by motion? And it seems it's actually very hard to, and we're not at the end of answering those questions, that actually a material description turns out to seem rather immaterial in some ways once you get to the quantum level you're actually beginning to talk about virtual particles which in some sense don't really exist and yet they're required to exist in order for everything else to exist but they're only allowed to exist as long as they're not observable you're getting into a very odd sort of world of extended ideas of what it means to exist so i was interested in those questions and i thought the title was a sort of a way of reassuring people and um, a starting place from which to begin the journey out into more terrifying parts of the universe. Well, I decided that perhaps the best way of conducting a journey across the universe would be to start from where we think of as home, which is here on Earth amongst things that we're familiar with, and move by orders powers of size, powers of magnitude of size and go from things like ourselves between a metre and ten metres and then gradually ten to a hundred metres and, and that would include a sort of a brief history of the tallest buildings and things and the longest and the tallest animals and, and get the reader accustomed to what was happening, you know, and, and then into the next stage gradually moving out until we actually leave the Earth and its atmosphere altogether and we find ourselves coming across the Moon and then the planets and the Sun and, and then at the centres of many gravitational systems like galaxies and clusters of galaxies and superclusters of galaxies and then saying, well actually, well here you are, here's the universe, here's what's in it but perhaps we haven't got that much further because, well, what's it in? And why are that? Why are they these structures? You know, and what is gravity? And so then I can begin to answer some of those questions, which turned out involves a history of the idea of what motion is, which takes me back to Aristotle, and then some sort of discussion of what science itself is. You know, what it's actually doing when it separates things out and tries to describe them and then relate them together. 
by measurement and experiment and theory and mathematics and technology in some sort of feedback loop. And then the big question, I suppose, in a theory, in a, in a universe that appears to have come from a big bang, where space and time expanded and light evolved into all the things that we now know of in the universe, including ourselves, well, how does light become stuff? You know, that's the sort of, which makes one think, well, what is light? And answering that question takes me in the other direction, going back to home and going to the smallest things and down to the quantum level. And once we have a sort of quantum description and we understand a bit about general relativity and gravity, then I can begin to, and, and the Big Bang Theory, we can begin to go back in time when the universe was smaller and eventually was so small that it's best described by a quantum theory. And there we're getting to the beginning of time, the beginning of this 13.7 billion period year period of evolution. And so then I take the reader through time from zero, if you like, to now um, and through the beginnings of life and evolution and to the evolution of our what seem peculiarly significant brains that are seem to be more plastic and malleable than any other brains that we know of in the universe so far and the mystery of, sort of consciousness and the mystery of being conscious and telling the story at all 